Hello, welcome back to another episode of The Riff. Uh, and for all the listeners out there, you're in for a special surprise again. I've got the one, the only, Dave Rosenthal back on. Yay! Dave, great <laughs> to see you again. You know, we've just had the demand from the listeners. It was bring back Dave, save Dave, bring him back. So it's the effect on people. I'm a, I'm a modest guy. Oh, yeah. So I had, to, I had to rope you down and bring you back. So... Thank you. Here again, mate. Thank you for for coming back in, and I really think one of the reasons why we've got you back here is just this hot topic that's come out at the moment. Well, not hasn't come out at the moment, but it's on everyone's lips. Uh, everyone's lips at the moment with COVID is cash flow. Correct. Cash flow is key at this stage, especially with everything that's going on in the world and all the uncertainty. Everybody out there needs sound accounting advice. Exactly. It's a, I guess with cash flow, it's that the saying goes, uh, sales are vanity, profit is sanity, but cash flow is king and queen. That's right. <laughs> and you sort of can't, in, with everything, obviously, from lockdowns and COVID and businesses downturning, cash flow ends up being that big thing is literally, do I have money? Yeah, that, absolutely. And with the year that 2020 has been so far, um, it's one of those things that obviously is very important. But when things are running smoothly, you know, you don't really think about it. But when times start to get a bit tougher, it's the first thing because it starts affecting not only your company, but you personally. Yeah. It's a massive thing. And obviously, you're right. It has been a dumpster fire of the year. Yeah. Um, but it's shaken up a lot of businesses to understand to that biggest big question is, do I have a viable business? Yeah. Do I have money? Can I get through the next 12 months? Can I get through the next six months? Can I get through the next six weeks? Yeah. Um, and, and it's quite a big thing as well because I think with uh, a lot of the big ticket stimulus measures running out, um, obviously the two big ones being a JobKeeper. Yeah. Obviously there's been the extension of it, but the yeah. first big one, which basically a lot of businesses were entitled to, yeah. is right up. Yeah. Um, and then the other big one was is the ATO cash flow boost, which was basically subsidizing uh, uh, employee taxes yeah. uh, for businesses. That runs out effectively from once your September court BAS or business activity statement is lodged, yep. which will probably be about October or November for a lot of businesses. Yeah. So effectively from about November onwards, a lot of businesses are going to be off off government support, support really, and which is a bit of a scary thought because some businesses haven't picked up to where they were pre-COVID. Well, exactly, and they had this massive thing about the the, the cliff. Remember the JobKeeper yeah. cliff because you have JobKeeper running out, but then also all the banks, a lot of these a lot of these businesses, they have mortgages which have been on pause for the last six months. Yeah. So a lot of those mortgages are going to come off come off pause again, and so you're going to have no government support, you're going to have mortgages coming in, and so then people go, well, things are a lot tighter now. Yeah, I need to know whether I can actually manage this all. Quite a few liquidators sitting there just with their hands and licking their lips, just going, like, thing, it, it's going to rain soon, which hopefully it doesn't, but um, that's why you kind of need to understand cash flow now, because there has been a bit of an issue where, you know, some businesses that you know, shouldn't have even been continuing on. I've just been helped out with the government subsidies. For example. Yeah. And it's just delaying the inevitable. Well, exactly. Like, there's a lot of businesses going into COVID which weren't good in the yeah, first place. Right. And they're sort of, COVID's helped. Actually, some some of them had their debts paid off by COVID. Yeah. It sort of got them ahead of time. But a lot of them 
people go, well, this is, there's an issue now. Yeah. There's a lot of um, viability. So trying to work out, and I can understand the cause, and you're in my, in my line of work in the last six months, there's a lot of anxiety. Yeah. It's probably calmed down a lot. Like I would imagine in the, around the April and May, it was quite a tense time. People just didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Now that that's sort of, the chaos has died down a little bit. It's it, the panics died down, yeah. but now it's that unsettling anxiety of where do I go from here? Can I ride this out? Because obviously it's a much different time and borders closed and people locked down and all things happening. People, you know, people are unsure whether their business actually can survive. Yep. Yep. No, absolutely. Great point. So from an accounting perspective, where do we go from here? Well, I want to sort of chat about just some hints and tips, I guess, to get help with cash flow. It's, you know, some people look at it as just this massive weight and just like put their head in the sand. It's that sort of thing which you look at when you're looking at your bills and you're looking at your mortgage at 10 o'clock at night after the family's gone to bed and you you shit yourself a bit. And I guess it's about what steps you need to do in order to try and get on the right path. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's sort of just a very good help, but it's good standard practices, which we I find with a lot of my clients yeah. who understand where the, the I, these sort of tips are the ones which I can tell between the good clients and the not so good clients. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, so let's start off first off with get your books in order. If your books weren't in order to begin with, which they should have been, I, I totally agree. Get on top of it. <laughs> yes. I highly recommend get your books on order. If you don't have books, get them. So get. So I'm a big believer of accounting software, no matter how big or small you are. Yep. You need some sort of thing. And it's just getting the right program, which literally feeds the data. The data is automatic. Any good program will connect to your bank and you get the information and you just tell it where to go. Yeah. So that would be like zero, crystal, MYB, whatever. MYB. Reckon QuickBooks, Zero is obviously, we, we obviously, Zero is the main one which we use, but there's plenty. All the programs at the end of the day will do the same thing. Yeah. They'll reconcile your bank, they'll do payroll, and they'll do invoicing, which is basically what 90% of businesses need. Yep. Okay, so tick, let's get that done. Yes. Yep. So you need to understand where and get them up to date to this day. Because yep. before you work out what's going on, you need to under have at least some financial picture yep. of what you owe what your numbers are and what's going on from there. Yep. So awesome. that's the first part. So that's a good thing. Second part, we need to work out the magic number. Right. Right. I tell every client about this. It's the magic number. This underpins every single piece of planning you'll ever do. Okay. Because mm-hmm. the magic number is essentially how much money do I need for the roof over my head, food on the table and have some sanity of a life. Yep. And that's different per person. It's different per person. You just sit down, you sit down with your loved one and go, what is my magic number? What is the magic number for this household to make sure that we we not just survive, but have some sort of life? Yep. Okay. So you need to work out that magic number. Yep. Then you need to get your books in order. And then basically you need to do, the next step is obviously do a forecast. Okay. Yep. Let's bring this money in because we need to sit down and honestly sit here and go, how are we going to, you know, and project just, if you can't, just make an estimate of next six months. Yeah. 
Because once you have your books in order, you can understand how much profit or money you've made. Yeah. And depending how long you've been in the business, well, you know what time of year, you know where money may come in more at different Exactly, times. exactly. And you understand how much I need to make. You know, you, you should, but we'll get to that anyway. <laughs> You're already in massive losses by running a few books. The next, the next ten, 10 steps are, are, are kind of irrelevant, are kind of a moot point, but I digress. Anyway, to get it, do a forecast, work out how much money is coming in yep. and how much money needs to go out in mm -hmm. the business. And does that, the amount left over, does it equal my magic number? Yeah. Because if it does, then that's great. It means that I at least have enough to live. Yeah. I at least have enough to know that life is going to be okay for me and I'm going to, I can get through this. Yeah. So a forecast is a great thing to do. And I know it's not going to be perfect, but you have to under, you have to make some sort of guide in order Even a to... a basic forecast is... Yeah. Be more helpful than none. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because before you go anywhere, you've got to work out what there is. Yeah. 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 Work out what is there, yeah. then you see what you got here, and then you do the next steps. Yeah. Keep this as simple as possible. Okay, so we've made our forecast. Where, where where do we go from there? So if the forecast doesn't work out, so you're like, oh crap, I'm gonna be I this is not viable. Yep. Yeah. And that and it could be so then keep it as simple as possible. If the forecast doesn't match what how much money you need, then it's very simple. You need more money, or you need to cut expenses. Right? <laughs> you know, it, there's there's no silver bullet here, yeah. but that that's the long and short of it. It's, yeah. Are you you know living a Mercedes budget, living a living a Mercedes lifestyle on a Toyota budget? Yeah. You know, which can be quite a common thing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've got fifty things on afterpay and you've got maxed out credit cards and you've got a big mortgage and car finance, then you, know, you could be living beyond your means. Yeah, right. So it's, you need to work. So that, that's the next step is you've got two options there because they have two different pathways. Yeah. So we'll talk about a bit more. So I need to make more money or I need to spend less. Yeah. So, Which is, that's a very important point, especially in COVID, because sometimes the ability to make more money isn't there. And that's one of the ebbs and flows of business. So businesses kind of look at cutting expenses, which could be problematic. Well, it's I guess the thing with cutting expenses is don't cut off your nose to spite your face. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it's it, and that's where you know when you look at earning income, you need to you know let's start off with earning income because I think yeah. earning income is a better thing yeah. than cutting expenses. Yeah. But that's okay. just me. That's yeah, me. Yeah, 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 that's fine. But if you're earning income, I guess the first point is understand what's your gross profit mm -hmm. so gross profit is income you earn less the expenses directly linked to earning that income yeah so that doesn't include the electricity bill or the rent yeah. but like if you're selling widgets or the cost of that widget yeah you know if you're if you're as an accountant or a lawyer we sell time yeah we sell our knowledge so it's obviously the cost of that staff involved yeah so what is the mar margin you make on that because that gross profit needs to obviously cover all your other overhead expenses, i.e. your rent and your parking spaces and food and whatever you have. So first off, understand that gross profit because it could be a simple thing of, do I just need to tweak my prices a little? Do yep. I need to understand the margins there? Yep. Because that can make a big shift. Yep. Yeah. If you're selling a thousand things a week for a dollar and you sell them for a dollar ten, that can make a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. The profit margin is a massive thing to start off with. Obviously, it's a bit hard, you know, 
you know, I'm sitting here saying, yeah, check up, put up your prices during a recession. Like, I can appreciate a bunch of people here saying, yeah, that's great, mate. Like, live in reality. So I guess then the next step is, as you said, is you can look at your business model. Is can I earn income a different way? Is You need to be flexible. Yeah. That's, that's the key thing there. Don't just have one mindset going forward. You need to, you know, get some advice if times are tough. <laughs> because if you do, um, you know, they might come up with, you know, um, what's the saying? Two heads are better than one. So, <laughs> and it's having that independent advice. Yeah. Like, is speaking to an accountant, is speaking to, you know, we regularly, I know the ones, our most successful clients are the ones who we engage with on a yeah. fortnightly, monthly, quarterly basis. Yeah. Because we offer that sort of advisory work where we can sit down and go through the numbers and it offers that sounding board. You need that sort of independent advice going, hey, I'm going to start selling this type of widget now instead of this other you know, piece of material. Well, when it comes down, when it's your own business, for instance, and it's doing it tough, it's very emotional. You know, this is something exactly. you've created that is somewhat, you know, not striving to the heights that you want it to be at. So sometimes getting that, you know, second opinion can really help out. As the saying goes, you can't, you can't see the forest, forest from the trees. Yep. So someone needs to be able as that, that typical as I say you know working on the business not working in the business and some of the really success success stories of the um, COVID is businesses who are able to pivot and you know, able to change I, I think a huge success story I, I was seeing is just up the road from my house uh, it was a large hotel uh, in Bella Vista yeah. and essentially um, they were shut down yeah. uh, but they had this massive warehouse out the back so what they were doing, they were selling drive-through cocktails and drive-through booze. They were sold out every day, day in for lockdown. Like there would be lines up the street because they pivoted. Yeah. I think another great example of that is all the um, breweries that, you know, weren't selling alcohol. So they started making that yeah, hand sanitizer. You know, you got to be, got to be flexible. Yeah. yeah. And so that's where that thinking of your business model and how you earn income and how, how you can change it, that pivoting. Yeah. Can make a big difference. Yep. So that's always, I think that's a more positive way of looking at it. I think if you can earn more income or change it, I think it's a better way sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think expenses can cut as well, and I, I'm all for it. It's making sure that you are lean. Yeah. So, so when you look on the business side, it's, you know, and it's not just expenses, it's also your debts. Yeah. Those expenses, you know, if you fall into the same category. Yeah, right? if you've got four cars which you're paying off and you owe 200K to the ATO as well, or... There's obviously you've got your standard expenses, and if you can't count those expenses, are your debts becoming unmanageable? That's where you're going to leave yourself into a problem. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's where you might need to go on some payment plans and have some big changes. Yeah. And the good thing, and that's one of the advantages, I think, with some of the changes with the budget. Yep. One of the big changes with the budget is they obviously brought in uh, new laws to help with liquidations, or actually to help people get away from liquidation. Yeah. So, because there'll be a lot of businesses who are going to have to negotiate debts yeah. over the next 12 to twelve to 24 months. Yeah, it's in the best interest of the government not to have, you know, 50% of the companies going to liquidation. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, normally, if, you're, if you couldn't manage your debts and you had to go into administration, one of the biggest problems was it's obviously people felt like that, you know, once a liquidator comes in, it feels like they're basically a priest has come in to give last rites. Yeah, Do you know right. what I mean? Like, it's all over. It's, yeah. done. it's done. So I think, um, and that's the problem, is obviously once an administrator goes in, you lose control of your business. Yeah. Most likely not what you want to do. Exactly. 
the funny thing, so one of the advantages with this new liquidation laws is that for small businesses negotiating yeah. debts under a mil, a million, you still have control. So you actually are with a liquidator and you still have yeah. control of the business. Because the irony is, is most businesses which go under, small businesses go under, is generally owing money to the ATO. Yeah. It's normally the number one creditor. People don't want to pay their tax. People, <laughs> people pay themselves before they pay the tax. So they're trying to find a way to negotiate that out. Yeah. And right now, if you if your debts are unruly, yes, speak to your bank. See if you can refinance. See if it can give you some breathing space to help maybe help you pivot as well. Yeah. Maybe you might need that space. I think the key thing to take away is communication is yeah. you know, is critical because you've got to remember like you're doing it tough. Banks are doing it tough as well, but the bank doesn't want to lose you yeah. as a customer because it's in their interest for you to have it keep paying on because they get an interest rate on the amount that they borrowed. Absolutely. So um, everybody's got to try to help out everybody else in this situation. Exactly. But it's not, it's not a normal year. This isn't something we usually do. That's why it's a bit different. Absolutely. And it goes back to that first point of getting your books up to date because as soon as you try to negotiate with everyone, they go, well, show me your books yeah. just to understand where you're at. Yeah, because if you don't have books, they automatically think that your goose is cooked anyway. Yeah. So they can have a look and go, well, they, this guy looks like his business could turn around or it maybe was just one bad period. Yeah. yeah. So I think looking from an expense side, it's getting that in line. Okay. So understanding and negotiating is finding the plan. Okay. Yeah. Any other tips out there? So once you sort of work out the outstanding debts, work out how to play it through, um, I think one of the big things from that is have a plan. Have a strategic plan. Yep. I don't think there's ever a situation where it's not good to have a plan. I know. I know. <laughs> I think you should have a plan all the time. The strategic, have a plan of what you're going to do. Yeah. Okay. Because if you don't know where you're going, you can't complain where you end up. Yep. So if you say, for instance, I'm not good with technology, yep. um, I'm not good at any of these number, numbers things, can I get somebody to draft a plan for me or help me with a plan? Of course. Okay. That's what a good accountant does. Okay. Help put a plan together. Yeah. So we do a lot of strategic planning with our clients. Yep. Um, right now, we're sort of, we, for clients who obviously it's monthly, we do it straight away, or we do it normally at the new year. So we do it at the start of the year. We, we do, uh, strategic plans yeah. and it's just action steps of like it's keeping it simple no it's trying like one page three main goals a few action points for each goal because you can't do everything at once yep so you focus on on that and build on from there and obviously once you get a plan you need to follow through <laughs> exactly but that's where having a good accountant helps because it has that accountability yep and then finally keep your books up to date so you can track where you're going just keep track of your numbers Yes. That's what you should be doing. If you're running a successful company, you have good books. Yeah. Make sure it's all up to date. So you keep track. So you make the plan and then you track the plan. Yep. Okay. I think that that's all you can really offer for and that's doing its best. If you do all those, I think that's the best you can, that's the most you can do. Yeah. And they just, you know, you've got your goals that are set and they yeah. can help you through, you know, saying I've got cash flow issues, but not knowing how much cash you need is. Exactly. Yeah. That's where it, that magic number boils down quite a lot because people don't understand. And it's quite hard when you've got direct debits coming out all over the place and you don't know how much you spend at the pub on a Friday night or you don't know if your partner hits the pokies or goes get... Like, you need to have some real honest conversations of what do we need to get through this. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. No, very, very sound advice, Dave. Yeah.
Uh, okay, anything else at all? I think one of the key things is reach out. Yeah. Speak to your advisor, you know, whether it be a lawyer or an accountant. Speak to someone is a very big thing because I think communication is that big thing. And what you'll realize is I think boosting the cash flow in these sort of things is make sure you have some sort of networking circles or someone to reach out to because I guarantee you there are a lot of businesses in the same position, yeah. but they feel isolated because... You know, they think they're the only ones going through it. Yeah. So I guarantee you, everyone's out there as well. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. And it's about having a chat, just going, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Seek help. Yeah. I think that's yeah, great advice. And, you know, um, one thing I've taken away with clients that I've dealt with in this COVID situation is yeah. there's a bit of a stigma around, you know, having to pay money for advice when really when it falls down to it, sometimes, you know, you're getting that advice which will help you in the long run, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you just got to rip off the band-aid and you need somebody else to tell you to do it. <laughs> understand the value of it. It's understand that there is value there to get you ahead. That's like, right. it's about, a pl- if you've never had a plan before, yeah. this, that's the value. And, and that's what, you know, we both do. We're trained professionals. <laughs> we do this day in, day out. <laughs> so you, if you want to, you know, a, a, a decent plan, you need to, yeah, get some advice. Get some advice and just guide it. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you, Dave, for joining me again. It's always great to have you on. Always a pleasure to be here. Uh, and I'm sure the listeners will be high in demand, you know, wanting <laughs> wanting to bring you back again. So we'll get you back soon. Uh, but Dave, where can everyone reach you again? Awesome. Uh, uh, Judge Accountants, uh, 488 High Street. Yeah. Uh, you can catch us at uh, 4732-3844 or info at judgeaccountants.com.au. Awesome. And as per always, you can uh, find us uh, at facebook.com slash adamslawyers. Uh, then also you can send us an email to info at adamslawyers.com.au or give us a call on 02 4721 uh, Once again, Dave, thanks. It's great to have you here. Thanks, Sam. Uh, and we'll speak to you all soon. See you later. Bye.